been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday, January 31st, uh, midweek edition of the Best Stocks Now show. It's uh, it's Fed Decision Day, so I'm sure everyone's uh, just, just waiting for, for that press conference around 2.30 Eastern today. Uh, but I'm Barry Kite, Pointer Analyst here at Gunderson Capital Management, uh, sitting in for, for Bill today as we kick off uh, the last trading day of January. January feels like it's uh, gone by gone by pretty pretty quickly. Uh, of course, uh, looks like uh, you know, market wise, we've got a bit of a mixed bag. That the Dow uh, is basically flat on the day, up ten points to thirty eight thousand four seventy seven. That's a move of about uh, three basis points, so basically flat. Uh, S&P 500 after uh, hitting an intraday uh, intraday uh, all-time high yesterday uh, is down 0.68% uh, to 4891 actually uh, was over uh, we've closed over uh, 4900 uh, yesterday as it continues to kind of push towards or attempting to push towards that 5 uh, 5000 barrier uh, and the Nasdaq bringing up the the rear here, uh, down uh, 1.22%. Uh, a lot of that move off some of the the uh, earnings uh, from uh, the big uh, big big reports that were at, uh, were at the end of the day after the close yesterday. That we'll of course uh, touch on here in a minute. Uh, gold uh, up uh, $16 to $2,052 an ounce. That's up uh, 0.81%. And uh, our friend Bitcoin just under forty three hundred uh, forty three thousand, uh, down one percent, uh, just over one percent today. Uh, big news really is on the Treasury side. We have got the ten year uh, ten year down uh, ten basis points, under four percent again at three point nine six percent. But again, uh, I'm your host uh, Barry Kite, Planner Analyst here at Gunderson Capital Management, and welcome to the Wednesday. January 31st, midweek, uh, Fed edition of the Best Stocks Now show. Uh, of course, um, you know, Fed decision today, but, uh, you know, more than, you know, the statement or, or, uh, written statement and the, uh, and the press conference are, are likely going to be, uh, the biggest pieces of news, uh, coming out of that versus just the, you know, the actual Fed decision, which is about, um, 97, 99% chance of a, uh, of no move, uh, today and staying in that 5, uh, 0.25 to, to 5.5%, uh, Fed funds rate range. Uh, but of course, uh, tech earnings are certainly the, the hot topic of today, uh, really overshadowing for, for a change, the, uh, uh, the, the Fed, uh, and of course with, uh, interest rates, uh, down pretty significantly today and the NASDAQ down today, you can see that there's a little, uh, decoupling there between, uh, between the, um, you know, between what's going on, uh, in the equity markets and what's going on in the, in the bond market. Usually as, uh, at least, uh, probably 98% of the time, uh, as of, uh, in the last year, year and a half or two, as, uh, interest rates go down, of course, uh, the NASDAQ's, uh, usually get, gets a boost from that. So, um, a lot of that has to do with, with those earnings. And we're, uh, we're going to dive into that. Those earnings, of course, were from, 
Microsoft, uh, Alphabet, formerly known as Google, and uh, and AMD. They all reported after the close yesterday. And, of course, tomorrow, uh, if, you're, if that was enough for you, tomorrow we'll get, uh, I believe, Apple, Amazon, and uh, and Meta, formerly known as Facebook, uh, tomorrow. I believe all those will come after uh, the close tomorrow. So lots of, uh, certainly lots of earnings news, but, uh, of course, before we kind of get into some of those stories, we'll, you know, take a look at, at how markets kind of finished up uh, yesterday and what was you know, really a, a mixed day in the market as well. Um, you had, you know, really kind of what was really driving the market yesterday. You had, uh, of course, the jolts data that uh, Bill referenced uh, early in the show came out right or just before the show uh, started yesterday, and and that uh, that number came in hotter than anticipated. So, in other words, we had more job openings uh, there. Uh, I think that the jolts data came in. Uh, we had a, a job openings climb to 9.026 million. Uh, consensus was in that 8.7 million range, so came up uh, good. You know, 30 or uh, looks like around 300, uh, 300, 320,000 or so more than anticipated. Uh, the uh, quits rate uh, remained the same as in uh, as in November. Uh, so from a, from a, um, from a, you know, at least for that particular, um, waiver report, we'll get into the ADP report, uh, later on. Lots of data out today, but, uh, you know, from, from that perspective, a, uh, kind of a, a bit of a, a hotter than anticipated report. Um, we also, of course, the market was kind of just waiting for those, uh, those earnings from, from Google and Microsoft and AMD. Uh, tech, uh, NASDAQ was down. Uh, 0.76 percent yesterday. You actually had the NAS, uh, the S&P was barely positive at uh, uh, up uh, about six basis points and closed it at 49.24. And as I said, it actually benchmark actually hit uh, its new intraday all-time high of uh, 4,931. So put that one uh, on your uh, on your notes there. Uh, at least uh, that was the uh, the high that uh, highest peak at this point uh, so we'll see uh, we'll see where that uh, that lies and I'm sure you'll see that number uh, somewhere on bill's uh, bill's technical uh, technical charts uh, section of, of the newsletter this uh, this week uh, so that'll be you know likely a new point of potential uh, potential resistance um, and then we've got uh, Dow was actually uh, in positive territory. Dow did the best yesterday, up uh, 0.35%. So, uh, what was really, you know, kind of driving? Uh, I think driving uh, certainly the Nasdaq yesterday was a uh, was really uh, in, in kind of the flatness of the S and P. Was really kind of a story that came out in terms of a pullback of Apple. I think Apple uh, was down a little, almost two percent yesterday. Uh, iPhone shipments in 2024 essentially you know, uh, came out that they're uh, uh, that they're likely uh, to decline about 15 percent year over year in 2024. And as you know, Apple uh, uh, historically, as the iPhone goes, so does the uh, so does Apple. Um, they've gotten away from uh, being quite tied to the S and uh, I mean quite tied to the uh, to the iPhone as much. Uh, but of course, it's still you know just under I believe fifty percent of revenues. So uh, that was weighing uh, weighing on the markets, uh, and also like I said, from an interest rate standpoint, uh, the jolts data 
um, you know, really kind of push back uh, some of the uh, percentage chances in terms of a uh, potential rate cut as early as, as March. Those uh, those percentages. Let's see what we're looking at. I know we've got uh, for for a move uh, today. We've got you know basically a 95 percent chance of a uh, of the Fed staying uh, where they're at today. Don't really see them them moving that for uh, for the March uh, March reading. We've got you know roughly right at about a 66 percent chance of a uh, of some. Uh, rate cut, uh, at least, uh, you know, in, in the, at least priced in in the market at this point. And don't forget, we'll get, uh, actually two more CPI and uh, inflation, PPI and, and, uh, PCE, uh, reports before, uh, that meeting, which is, uh, I believe the decision comes out March, March 28th. Uh, actually, meeting date's March 20th. So that'll be, that's when that'll come out. Um, so, we, you know, Whereas at the beginning of the year, I want to say we started around a 78% or so uh, chance of a March rate cut. Right now we're in that, you know, 66% chance. So you've had, you know, the market reprice that uh, a bit, even, you know, even though uh, January has been a pretty, pretty strong, um, pretty strong uh, you know, month for the market. Of course, I think Bill referenced the January effect yesterday, which is, the story of the January effect. If, uh, for those that don't know, it's really, you know, kind of how January goes. So goes the market. And so, uh, the probabilities of a, uh, of a, uh, up year, uh, in the equity markets, uh, big, big percentage of that relies on January. And if January is positive, then the, uh, uh, then there's a higher degree chance of, uh, the rest of the year is positive. So, uh, that's a January effect, and it's uh, you know worked out fairly well uh, for the for the markets this year. I was looking at the uh, year-to-date figures. You have the you know, S&P 500s up, you know, roughly two and a half percent. So not uh, not not very strong, but the the Nasdaq, of course, uh, is up, you know, roughly two uh, percent, and that's after today's 1.28 percent decline. So. Uh, positive nonetheless, uh, but of course, uh, lots of, uh, lots of earnings news that we'll get into that's, uh, affecting that, uh, ultimately affecting what that, uh, what that return is going to be. So, well, we're, uh, we're just getting started here on the Wednesday edition of the Best Stocks Now show, and we'll dive into some earnings news and, uh, discuss, uh, the Fed meeting and with the decision coming later today. But we'll be right back. Wednesday, January 31st, the first edition of the Best Stocks Now show. I'm Barry Kite, pointer and analyst here at Gunderson Capital, uh, taking the wheel for, for Bill today. Uh, markets remain a bit of a, a bit of a mixed bag. Um, uh, things about the same in the NASDAQ down uh, 1.3%, uh, S&P down uh, 0.73% after uh, hitting uh, an intraday all-time high yesterday, 
And Dow, uh, some some green on the screen. We've got uh, Dow up point one percent, up forty points to thirty eight thousand five hundred and seven. And of course, uh, today is um, you know Fed Fed decision day. So you know, wanted to take a minute to kind of talk about you know what to expect and. Um, as, uh, you know, as we've mentioned, you know, not, don't, don't expect, uh, any move in the, uh, Fed funds rate today. Uh, it's really going to be a big, uh, you know, uh, most of it's going to be picking apart, uh, language in the written Fed statement, uh, what they, what they took out, what they added, what they changed. Uh, if you ever, you know, th- those, it's always, it's always fun to look at, uh, at least once. Um, so, you know, if you, if you check that out, uh, look at side by side, you'd imagine there's going to be uh, some, uh, few changes there just as, you know, the Fed begins to, uh, likely pivot and, and continue to, uh, you know, show, show, show a bit of its hand as it, it gets closer and closer towards, uh, lowering, uh, reducing, uh, the Fed funds rate after, uh, essentially raising them, uh, jacked them up, uh, 525 points, uh, you know, basis points, 5.25%, uh, in 22 and 23, uh, in effort to fight, uh, course inflation. And we've seen, um, you know, seen, uh, certainly seen measures of that, uh, trending downward. Uh, as we said, you know, the, you know, Chairman Powell and the Fed in general kind of have a, in an interesting place, you really got kind of a mixed bag of data, uh, you know, jobs for the most part, and we'll, we'll hit the ADP report here in a minute, for the most part have held up well, as I just mentioned with that JOLTS data uh, from yesterday. Uh, GDP growth is, is really surprised to the upside. Uh, the first reading that came out, I believe that was last week, uh, it was a strong number coming off of a, a strong uh, number the quarter before, uh, higher than expected. Uh, and, uh, of course, the, you know, the U.S. consumer has, has really yet to, uh, yet to falter. You know, yesterday, actually, uh, U.S. Uh, consumer confidence, uh, advanced in January and actually hit a, uh, hit a two year, two, two year high. Um, the, uh, Conference uh, rose. Uh, I think the uh, co- consumer confidence number rose uh, 214.8, just below the the 115 uh, expected, uh, and that's from uh, 108 in December. So it's gotten uh, it's gotten a bit of a boost. Actually, it's the highest number on uh, consumer confidence since December of 2021, uh, and the third consecutive monthly increase. So. Uh, consumer confidence. You know, you know, what's that driven by? Uh, the, the economist uh, Dana Peterson at the at the conference board uh, referenced uh, referenced uh, the fact that you've got you know slower into uh, slower inflation, anticipation of, of lower interest rates ahead of whenever you know, assuming whenever we get those right at some point, uh, and uh, you know favorable uh, employment conditions still. So. Uh, from that standpoint, the, the U.S. consumer is alive and well, and so that, uh, you know, th- those are things that are still, uh, call it, uh, warm or hot in the, uh, in the economy. And of course, on the other end of that, uh, equation, you've had, uh, you know, in- inflation measures, you know, regardless of how you want to measure those, whether it was a CPI, PPI, or the, or the Fed's preferred version, the, the PCE. Uh, all measures of inflation have really had a uh, have been t- trending downward. 
Uh, so you know, from that that standpoint, the Fed you know kind of stay you know is going to remain in a bit of a holding pattern, and so uh, today you're really going to see um, you know focuses on the uh, press conference, what he says. Uh, you know, you know, I doubt we're going to get a specific timeline in terms of you know when those cuts are going to be. Uh, and the trick, uh, you know, the trick is how they're going to change, uh, you know, that, that written Fed statement, uh, along the way. But, um, from a, you know, from a, from a payroll standpoint, uh, like I said, we had the confidence number, uh, came out, uh, came out yesterday, this morning, uh, just before, uh, a little bit, hour or so before the show, we got the, the ADP private sector payrolls. They actually came in uh, lighter than expected, which is you know likely why we see this uh, ten point drop in the uh, in the in the U.S. Uh, Treasury ten year uh, ten year Treasury here. But uh, they were uh, expected to be one hundred and forty five thousand, came in at one hundred and seven thousand, uh, and actually the the December number was revised uh, downward to one fifty eight from from one sixty four. So. Uh, showing, uh, you know, at least uh, the ADP has been a lot different than the uh, U.S. non-farm payrolls that we'll get at the uh, at the end of this week. Okay, it comes out on Friday. There's been a good bit of divergence between both of those. Bill and I have have referenced that a number of times, but um, you know, market uh, seems to be trading off of that information uh, today, at least on the the, the bond market side and. Uh, the other thing is employment cost uh, index actually decreased, um, it actually rose less than expected. So uh, another uh, kind of feather in the cap for uh, inflation uh, potentially fading away, or at least not being as much of a story as it has been. The employment cost uh, index increased uh, 0.9%, just under, uh, I think the consensus was at 1%, and Actually slowed, uh, from the 1.1% that we got in, uh, in Q3. So, uh, we're seeing, of course, uh, you know, uh, I think the, the Fed's going to be shifting its, uh, you know, outlook from inflation to, uh, you know, likely to jobs and to, uh, potential growth going forward because, you know, they don't want to, uh, they were behind the eight ball, uh, those last around with inflation and took a little too long to, uh, likely took a little too long to raise rates. Uh, what they don't want to do is, is, you know, uh, take too long to begin to lower rates where, uh, they potentially, uh, you know, drive up unemployment and potential, uh, you know, recession risks, um, when, you know, they don't really have to. They've kind of threaded the needle, uh, pretty well, uh, at this point, regardless of your, your thoughts on the on the Federal Reserve in general, um, in terms of you know how they've uh, you know whether whether you like their methods or not, how, how they've gotten here has been you know pretty and uh, pretty impressive in terms of threading the needle between and bridging the gap between uh, you know pre-COVID economy and a post-COVID economy. So uh, that uh, you know that uh, that'll be interesting to see kind of how that dynamic shift changes and language changes. Uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of them, uh, raising or begin to, beginning to, uh, shift, uh, interest rates down at the Fed funds level. So, uh, likely would be, you know, not until, certainly not until March or the May meeting. Uh, but we're, uh, already blown through the first half of the, uh, Best Stocks Now show. When we, uh, when we get back, we'll got dive into some of those, 
uh, big tech uh, earnings from yesterday. And uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Welcome back here to the second half of the Wednesday, January 31st, midweek edition of the Best Stocks Now show. Uh, I am Barry Kite, planner and analyst here at Gunderson Capital Management, uh, serving as relief captain for Bill this morning on this uh, Fed decision day, which will be a decision I believe will be out at 2, and uh, an exciting press conference will be uh, coming out at uh, 2.30, so um, you know, it's, uh, you know, still remains a mixed bag in the market. NASDAQ still down, uh, right at one, uh, 1.3%. Uh, Dow's up, uh, slightly uh, at 0.08%. And the S&P is right in the middle down, uh, uh, 0.74%. Um, and, you know, Bill will, you know, we're, we're really kicking off earnings season. You know, this week is when it, when it really ramps up and, uh, you know, Bill will tend to give uh, kind of an earning earning season grades along the way. I think he mentioned on on Monday that this one, you know, has really started out you know pr- pretty pretty slow. Uh, we've also seen uh, you know a few signs of weakness. You know, just on uh, as an example of that, and a kind of number of recent job cut announcements. Uh, yesterday, you had UPS, uh, you know, coming out with a not so great report from a. Earnings or go forward guidance standpoint, uh, they're going to cut you know, roughly 12,000 jobs. Uh, most of that, they said, is uh, as a result of higher union labor cost uh, and also some demand softness. My guess would be that demand softness coming from uh, Amazon in terms of them uh, delivering, you know, uh, you know, them becoming the the largest, I believe, package delivery uh, company in the U.S. Um, of course, that's all of us buying Amazon packages. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, seen other, you know, just other kind of announcements around, uh, you know, around the, uh, around the earning season. We've got, uh, PayPal. They're going to begin, uh, some, some company wide, uh, job cuts. They have a new CEO who's, uh, who, who came in, uh, I believe, uh, so around, in, around November. Uh, of last year, uh, and he's coming in to, to cut, uh, slash some, some costs and improve profits there. Uh, that's on the heels of earlier this month. You had Google announce, uh, you know, a good number of job cuts, hundred, you know, hundreds of job cuts, uh, in the ad sales side. Uh, Salesforce has laid off, uh, is going to lay off about 1% of their workforce. Uh, eBay, point, they're, they're going to, uh, lay off a thousand workers. So, you know, nothing, no, no huge numbers of, uh, of layoffs, but you're starting to see some of those, you know, some of those mount and, you know, not just here, but you're also seeing them, uh, you know, kind of a, around the globe. 
um, whether it's due to, uh, you know, due to companies, uh, you know, merging or, or, uh, you know, and, and then cutting, uh, trimming some, some fat from, uh, in terms of getting those synergies in line. Uh, just saw a recent story of, uh, you know, Canada's largest pipeline company that's Enbridge. Uh, they're cutting 650 positions uh, next month, and of course, you know, you look at that as you know 650 positions. Well, you know, they only have, uh, I believe, only 12,000 employees, so that's you know roughly five percent of their workforce um, that they're that they're cutting. Their uh, UBS has been uh, trimming uh, trimming some folks, particularly after they've uh, you know acquiring Credit Suisse. Uh, so, you know, globally, right, we're beginning to see, you know, it's uh, little pockets of, uh, of, of, of layoffs. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, you know, our, our adage or Bill's adage is, you know, stocks follow earnings. And, uh, so of course this week, uh, even with all the Fed noise and other economic uh, employment data and things coming out, of course, uh, the earnings front certainly, uh, you know, seemed, you know, should be trumping uh, all the other valuation characteristics out there, and um, as we've been, you know, referencing this week, just a colossal kind of week of earnings in terms of the the um, um, market capitalization of the companies that are reporting. Um, you know, in in and it's an important earnings uh, week, just given that the S and P and the Dow have been hitting uh, all time highs. Uh, P E ratios, you know, appear to be. Uh, certainly appear to be a bit stretched, particularly uh, from a historical perspective. Uh, so expectations for earnings have been high, and uh, that's, that's certainly driving uh, some of the softnesses in the equity markets uh, today. And we'll kind of dive into uh, Microsoft's earnings, Google's earnings, and AMD's earnings. And if we get to a few others, we will as well. But uh, time permitting, lots of lots of info out there today. But uh, you know, none of these reports, you know, that came out uh, after uh, the close yesterday from these mega cap tech names were, you know, were, were really concerning um, to to us yesterday. Uh, it's really that they just weren't really surprise, surprising enough to the to the upside. Is really kind of uh, kind of kind of a fill is what's you know kind of been the wet blanket on the Nasdaq today. Um, and we'll start with 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 Microsoft, which. You know, I guess is the, the the depending on the day, largest company, uh, largest company out there. Uh, I know they hit uh, three three trillion uh, valuation. I don't know if they're at three trillion right now. Let's pull them up at the moment, and uh, and they're down one point three three percent today. Yeah, still over at least um, the figures I've got at a three point zero four trillion uh, valuation. So we'll call them we'll call them a three three trillion dollar company at the moment. Um, but their, uh, you know, their 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 Q2 numbers came in, um, you know, beat uh, uh, beat estimates by earnings per share by 16 cents a share. Uh, they also beat, um, you know, beat on the uh, on the revenue uh, side. They uh, think that they came in at 62 billion. Street was looking for just over 61 billion. Um, so there, just there, right? Hit their hit their current. Uh, uh, you know, actually overshot their current, uh, estimates, uh, which is good. Of course, uh, you know, the, the, the question is, where was that growth at? And, um, you know, the, uh, you know, cloud revenue was up, uh, 24%. Uh, of course, you've got the, uh, uh, you know, Asia, uh, growth, uh, during the period was up, uh, 30%. Street was looking for 28%. 
their intelligent cloud segment um, was uh, you know came in uh, 25.9 billion. I think their forecast was 25.4 on the on the high end. Uh, so beat beat things there, and of course, uh, as you look at the look at the the stock today, down one point three seven percent. And the question is, right? Is you know, is why? And from a go forward basis, it wasn't you know, it wasn't like they're uh, re- remove guidance. It wasn't uh, they didn't guide lower. Uh, it's really just uh, you know, kind of how uh, you know how folks or analysts want to interpret the. Uh, the figures there, and so from um, you know from uh, if you look at it, you know really from a uh, you know uh, from a from a you know, AI standpoint, which has been the story, right? That's a story that they're telling, and 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 you know you're already beginning to actually see that uh, those benefits in uh, in their numbers. I mean they're. Uh, their Asher, uh, hit growth, growth of 30, uh, 30%. Uh, it's above company guidance. They, uh, they plan on, uh, you know, they plan on that continuing to grow in that segment. And they're also integrating all of their other, uh, pieces of the business, particularly, you know, office, windows, search. Um, they're, they're using, you know, they're already infusing that with their, uh, AI driven, uh, co-pilot. And so, uh, you know, on, on a go-forward basis, I mean, I think, you know, certainly uh, Microsoft continues to look strong, will continue to be a, be a player in that space. And of course, the stock is, you know, has done done very well, uh, you know, year-to-date up, uh, you know, seven, you know, just over seven and a quarter percent. Uh, and that's just in the month of January and coming off of uh, certainly a uh, you know, last 12 months up 66 percent. So, uh, you know, you're going to have a bit of a reset here as earnings come out, but from a, you know, but from an overall standpoint, um, still a positive, uh, positive report there. Uh, Alphabet, uh, I mean, aka Google, is that's probably the one that's been, uh, you know, hit hit pretty heavily today, down six point three percent. That's certainly weighing uh, weighing on the Nasdaq there and. Uh, it's, it's interesting because you're, you read the headline, another report where, you know, they beat by four cents, uh, their revenue, uh, beat by, uh, you know, over a billion dollars. Uh, their year over year revenue was up 13 and a half percent. Um, but, uh, you know, that the headline, of course, reads, you know, uh, out, you know, Google falls, you know, four percent because of, uh, you know, ad sales growth, uh, fell short of forecast. Well, Okay, well, how, you know, I look at it, okay, well, 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 how bad was it in the ad space, right? Well, you know, you do the math, um, they missed, they missed the ads, uh, by 0.5%. So, uh, they were, uh, they came in at 65.5 billion, uh, and, uh, they were supposed to be at 65.8 billion. So, that 0.3 billion appears, appears to have a huge effect on their, uh, market cap today, which you know, I don't know if that's really uh, very concerning on our end. But uh, we'll uh, we're finishing up here, about to be go into the fourth quarter, final segment of the show. And uh, stick with us; we'll be right back. Best stocks now. And 
Welcome back here to the fourth and final quarter of the Best Docs Now show. I am Barry Kite, planner and analyst here at Gunderson Capital, uh, sitting in for Bill on this uh, Wednesday Fed edition, uh, the January 31st uh, edition of the Best Docs Now show. And uh, trying to get through all these uh, earnings and data here, we'll uh, we'll look up under the hood in here in just a minute and see what's moving the markets. Uh, lastly, uh, of course, AMD, a name we we own here at the firm and have owned for uh, off and on for for a long time, uh, probably was a, you know probably the weakest of the bunch in terms of uh, in for, in terms of uh, you know, reporting uh, yesterday. Uh, they, you know, they actually. Uh, their guidance is really basically uh, you know, flat going forward. Um, they really hit. Uh, I mean, they, they. I think they came in right at uh, right at their their earnings estimates, uh, and maybe reported just a little over on uh, on revenue. But uh, uh, the main spots of, of where you wanted to see revenue uh, growth, you did. I mean, their data center revenue is up thirty eight percent year over year, um, and. Uh, uh, and you know they're kind of in a period where they are uh, essentially you know, you know, kind of not selling some things and selling more of, uh, of course, of the uh, of the newer uh, GPUs and, and and you know items that uh, that they're going to be on the AI front and you know as a as a competitor right to to Nvidia. Uh, those shares, let's see, last time I checked, those shares of AMD were down around four percent or so. Uh, yeah, down 4.21%. Uh, so uh, a stock that's had, a, you know, basically, you know, really a huge run uh, to start the year up 11.8%, uh, uh, giving some back today uh, with uh, with an earnings report. But on a go-forward basis, uh, you know, really the story hasn't changed, uh, you know, drastically. Um, but the uh, certainly uh, kind of that uh, that, you know, beat and, and raise uh, scenario, right, of just, you know, kind of, uh, kind of the uh, rhetoric on the uh, on the go forward uh, basis of the business uh, kind of didn't uh, kind of kind of fell a little flat there. Um, also, stock uh, of the day today, Novo Nordisk, who uh, they uh, they reported just uh, you know they reported uh, earlier this morning. Uh, they actually went over. Let's see, they uh, uh, they surpassed the five hundred billion dollar mark for the first time this morning. I believe that's the second company to do that uh, in the EU behind uh, behind LVMH. Of course, the luxury brand owner uh, owner of uh, Louis Vuitton and others. Uh, it's kind of interesting, um, you know, what that says about Europe in terms of their two two largest companies uh, being a, a weight loss drug maker and uh, and a luxury goods maker. So. Um, pretty, uh, it's a pr- pretty, pretty interesting there. But Novo Nordisk came out with a, you know, great report, uh, revenue up, uh, 37%, uh, year over year. The diabetes and obesity, uh, area up 38%. Uh, the obesity care, uh, as you can imagine, growing, uh, 147%. Uh, certainly with those, uh, GLP-1, uh, drugs and, uh, Ozempic. Uh, pushing that, and like I said, that stock's up uh, 3.42% today. I'd probably call it the, the stock of the day, at least in terms of uh, names that we follow. Um, you know, what's happening, uh, you know, where, where we're at from a market perspective today, uh, like I said, we've got the uh, NASDAQ down 1.62%, so we're getting a little bit worse than when we when we started. Uh, S&P down 0.9%. 
uh, Dow is still uh, barely barely positive here. So, uh, of course, a few things weighing uh, weighing on the markets today. S and P 500 certainly. Uh, you've got you know Microsoft down a you know percent in a quarter. Uh, Nvidia is down three uh, percent. That's probably you know likely on the news of uh, of AMD. Uh, Google down six point four percent here. Uh, that's probably um, you know the the, the biggest uh, biggest disappointment in terms of moving uh, the S and P as well as uh, AMD. Like I said, being down you know roughly four and a half percent. Not a lot of big movers on the on the upside today. Uh, let's see. Looking through the uh, we'll look over here to the uh, to the Nasdaq and see what's uh, having the biggest effect. Uh, Mostly the same names uh, in the red. Cisco down three percent. I haven't looked at them this morning, um, unless there's some new news. My guess would be potentially on the news of uh, uh, of, of AMD uh, on the server end. Let's see. Uh, the Dow. Maybe we can find a little green over here since they're barely barely positive. Uh, biggest uh, biggest movers there, or biggest companies that are having the effect, uh, downward effect there is Microsoft, Apple, uh, and uh, Salesforce down uh, 1.7, and then of course Cisco uh, being down 3.12%. I'm going to type in Cisco and see what we've got that's uh, that's moving them. Uh, let's see. I mean, don't see any no, you know, no earnings news, no no real news. Looks like they're just going to be going down in sympathy uh, with some of the uh, some of the other companies out there. But uh, you know, it's just important, like I said, important uh, kind of important week of earnings. And Bill obviously will be uh, plugging all of those numbers in and getting uh, getting that updated. Uh, look look for that in the S and P uh, his S and P outlook. I'm sure that's going to move considerably just because of the numbers of, of companies that have uh, presented today. But, of course, uh, to stay up to date uh, with, with with our thoughts, with Bill's thoughts on the market, and certainly uh, get the newsletter. Uh, go to GundersonCapital.com, and you can sign up for two free weeks of the newsletter there. Uh, and also, you know, if you want to chat uh, chat with myself or, 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 or Bill or the team, right, uh, you know, give us a call. One eight five five one yeah one eight five five six one one best. That's eight five five six one one two three seven eight. We're always here to be a resource. Uh, we've seen uh, and Bill, Bill, and myself, seen a lot of uh, odd things over the years. So you know, feel free to use this as a sounding board. Bounce some of those ideas off of us. Uh, one thing here that we'll probably get a few questions on is I uh, see where Walmart's going to uh, implement a three for one stock split. Um, trick there is, uh, don't, you know, remember, doesn't, doesn't change the value. If you got a thousand, you've got a one share at a thousand bucks, you're basically going to end up with, you know, all it's being equal, going to end up with three shares at $333. So, um, we get a lot of times when you have some of these big companies, uh, report a, uh, you know, report a, some type of split, you know, folks are, let us know, hey, should we, you know, should buy, should we buy it before the split? And in reality, um, shouldn't change the value of the stock. You're just, uh, you just end up with more shares. So, uh, but, uh, you know, certainly thank you for listening today. Anything, uh, if, you, if you'd like, you know, feel free to, to give us a ring, gundersoncapital.com, and uh, go to the website and we'll be uh, happy to chat with you. But I hope everyone has a great day. Stay well out there. Bye.
This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA. 